Hey guys, welcome to a new episode of Agri Dulce with me, Fee. Hoping you guys are doing great. Um, I know it's been a couple of rough days due to the storm that passed on Thursday. Um, I have seen some very hideous, terrifying things on the internet. There is a lot of people who've gone through so, so much. So before I I start, you know, this episode, I want to share with you guys um, a few a few organizations that have been doing their part here locally in Mayagüez to help communities um, who have lost their homes, uh, who have lost absolutely everything. And um, basically, I'm just going to share one of them that just like I have it right in front of me right now. Um, the sorority Etagama Delta Capitulo Beta here in Mayagüez is actually recollecting all sorts of first necessity items such as uh, food, clothing in good conditions, tarps, candles, diapers and food for babies, um, batteries, lamps, anything that you guys can and have to spare, please do uh, send it their way. I'm going to share their phone numbers. Um, the sorority's president's name is Javier Morales. Her phone number is 787-920-4313. You can contact her for any sorts of information or in order to like uh, hand her out these things that you might want to uh, hand towards the community and if you want to make a small donation they also have an ATH mobile you can send any you know any sorts of amount of money is enough uh, it contributes enough to help the community um, their phone number is 787-603-6753 and you should write in the message help Mayagüez so they can know that it's your donation towards the communities um, I'll be sharing more organizations, so sororities, fraternities, or independent people who are doing their part on my Instagram. You can follow me at feed.alvarado, and I'll be, you know, consistently posting on there because I know how important it is um, to, you know, spread this information so we can get to the people who need it the most. Um, you know, I feel like not even, you don't even have to donate just as... Uh, you can do your part by just, you know, sharing this information. You could reach people who actually can donate. Um, I know things economically are terrible for most of us, and I totally understand it. So anything, really anything helps. Um, so now that I've sort of gotten away, you know, sort of just shared that with you guys i want to continue with my episode i feel you know I, i'm trying to be as selfless as possible i understand that these aren't times you know to be creating content for social media i feel like so many people are completely out of touch with what's really going on um i'm super biased because i have lived in mayagüez for almost six years so um seeing that the storm barely did any damage in, my, in el area metro and um people from an area metro being completely out of it out of touch with what's going on on the northwest um southwest part of the island um we have suffered so many damages so many losses um thank god you know i didn't suffer any losses just a little bit of water that came into my apartment just cuestión de limpiar pero um people like do not be insensitive social media has made us so insensitive towards what's really going on outside of our four walls um 
everything just seems like it's gonna pass really fast like if it's not affecting us it's not really doing any damage but people like shit is really happening outside of your reality um even if it's not directly affecting you it is affecting others and you should be i think people should be a little bit more considerate and empathetic when it comes to posting on social media i am so sorry esto de vivir en el medio del pueblo so que aguro perdonando la expresión pero you will hear a lot of noise um it's like midday so it's a lot of traffic um And coming to like social media, I really today the episode what I really want to talk about is social media um, and self-esteem. Um, so before I get to the whole self-esteem part, I think I should really emphasize that social media has somehow made us more insensitive or I feel like we just don't get as triggered when we see terrible things because we're so used to seeing horrible things on the internet um and it's just like it, it doesn't really uh, get to us anymore and i'm not even speaking about myself because i can't help but cry every time i see something on the internet i think it's something i tell my boyfriend a lot i get really emotional i'm really easily triggered with the things i see on social media um i'm so sorry <laughs> that's my dog este pero You know, it's a reality and many people just don't. I think people care about things when it's fashionable, when it's trending and a week goes by and people just really stop caring. Um, so it sucks. And um, social media is also such, you know, I think social media for me has been an amazing space i'm always grateful for being born in the era of technology because through social media i have met so many of the people i consider friends nowadays um most of my instagram following is from people i have known through social media only like exclusively i've never seen them in real life um like in person so there's a lot of people i've followed for years on end whom i've never seen in or met in real like in person so i think through those you know through the passing of the years we've connected and we've really genuinely established a friendship so social media is great for networking for meeting people for actually um interacting with people with your same niche um, or your same uh you know interests or talents or skills And it helps you expand your knowledge. I think we have so much access to information. Um, people who don't really access this information, I feel like, or, you know, in my personal opinion, what you don't know, you can actually Google. So actually not not knowing things can be a result of not wanting to know things. And that's me speaking speaking out of my privilege and my access to information obviously i know there's a lot of people who don't have access to this kind of information or internet or even a phone but if you do have a phone and you do have social media and you do have unlimited internet and a job that pays your bills you know you have the power to know so many things so use that you know use that power have the initiative to look look up stuff have the initiative to be empathetic understanding and um have the interest of learning from others and from open sources so coming to that when people use social media and they 
don't have the initiative to learn, sometimes people use social media for things that aren't progressive, things that don't really add any value to the internet. Um, Things such as like bullying and being racist and being homophobic and being an asshole, you know. (laughs) I don't think there's another word for it, for being a total douchebag. So that's sort of what I've been seeing these past few days. Um, Those of you who follow me on social media have seen that I've been very active. I'm a very active user on Twitter. I think I'm even more active on Twitter than what I am on Instagram. So I share a lot of my thoughts and I share a lot of my concerns about our community, about our island, about politics, religion, um, you know, inclusivity, our community overall on this social media platform and I shared a video that has almost 100,000 views about the storm that hit us here in Puerto Rico and I basically recorded our view from our house in Combate and the winds were strong, (laughs) the rain was hard and you know non-stop consistent and there were floods around our home, Um, nothing too serious that affected our home obviously. But I did want to share this with the internet because people were being forced to go to their jobs in these weather conditions that were completely, it was unreal. So I shared this video and I tagged David, David Bignaut and, you know, as you might expect, it really blew up and it made it to like news sources. I got an interview with CBS News. It got all the way to the Weather Channel and now this and So many platforms, I think it even made it to MSN, I'm not sure, but this video went crazy um, everywhere. And I did get a few people, I'm really surprised to say that out of like 100,000 views this video got, only like two or three people responded to it negatively, like, oh, it's just a storm, it's just wind, it's just water, it's just rain, like it's nothing um, completely blown out of proportions. And I think that's something that really triggers me because people are really used to comparing storms to Maria and you know I've said it myself it's a tropical storm it's not even a hurricane so we obviously cannot compare this ever to hurricane hurricane Maria or hurricane Irma back in 2017 because it's not you know obviously never you know we were talking about like winds at 200 miles per hour these were winds at like 50 or 60 miles per hour but it did so much unexpected damage and it did so much unnecessary damage that you know it could have been completely avoided um if maybe our leaders or our mayors or you know our departamento de recursos naturales would have done their part of given giving um maintenance to our you know, uh, our sewers, we can talk about our sewers that have been dirty. Um, if I read anything on the news is that here in Mayagüez, our sewers have not been cleaned for 50 years. So that means, um, water comes in and it gets clogged up with dirt that's already there and therefore causes, (laughs) um, innumerable, innumerable, um, floods that, you know, could have been completely avoided. Um, we lost power. There's still people with no power. It's been Thursday, Friday. It's been already like three days and there's people with no power. Um, people who've lost their homes, um, areas that weren't supposed to be flooded again and, and did get flooded. So 
I'm really angry. I'm really triggered. I don't want to talk about this. What I really want to talk about was one of the negative comments that I got on my video. So there's this guy, obviously, and sensitive who said, you know, as I said before, um, it's just rain. It's just wind, whatever. We've seen this all before. Like, thank you for sharing something that's completely irrelevant. So I basically told this guy, just like, please sit this one out. Like, you're really not contributing at all. Just sit this one out. And I'm pretty sure everybody saw this. It did get um, a lot of views, a lot of critiques and a lot of like comments on it. This guy proceeded to quote my tweet with a picture of me. And um, he said, and I quote, um, something about, actually, I'm not even going to quote it because I'm not going to look for it. But basically, he said some very horrible things about my body where he said, like, oh, look, una plancha de zinc um, flying across the beach. And it's just a picture of me, just like, obviously, in my swimsuit at the beach. And I'm pretty sure, like, what he was aiming for was to make me feel bad about my body. And first of all, like, I want you guys to see that this is completely like there is nothing in my post that has to do with my body. I was, you know, wholeheartedly trying to get the message out. I was trying to contribute in any way that I could because I believe that platforms should be used um, to add value. You know, your social there is nothing worse than a platform gone to waste and i'm not talking about people who have thousands of followers you could have 10 followers and you have a platform aunque tu plataforma sean tus tías dándote follow y comentándote bella en todo lo que tú pones that is a platform and everything you post on your platform has a ripple effect and you do not know all the changes that you can make all the changes of heart that you can create by just sharing a post. And that is why it's so important to share to share things that matter. You know, I know that we use social media para compartir meme and jokes and our thoughts. And that's great because it's a way to vent. It's a way to share your feelings for others to relate to them and, you know, sort of have this sense where you don't feel alone. And that's amazing. But you need to share things that matter. Para mí, I feel like my island is, um, it has given me a lot and has taken a lot from me. But I am eternally grateful for being born here. And I have studied here my whole life. And I want to give back to my community. Whatever I learn here in college, I want to give it back to my community. And as long as I'm studying, obviously, I'm not certified to contribute anything about what I'm studying to my community right now. So I use my voice. And this guy was hiding behind a picture of a tamarindo to call me flat chested, um, you know, flat butt. Tell me that I have a flat butt or that I'm too skinny or that I I'm not sure what he meant. He was aiming for, but. I think I I wasn't phased because that's where I want to go with this. Like, I wasn't phased, but I was so angry. I was so angry at this guy for wanting... What, what did he want? Attention? Did he want to make me feel bad about myself? And I, I, I wonder, like, 
how many people sit in front of their fucking computers or in front of their phones and type away crap that they would never say to your face. And I wonder how many people have gone, how many people has this guy fumbled with on social media and how many people have been affected emotionally by what this guy says? Because I read that I wasn't the first or the last person he has done this to. He actually targets girls, women my age to make fun of them and their bodies and everything. You know, I even saw this guy attack uh, not a personal friend of mine, but a person that I know for being a part of the LGBTQ community, um, just as much as joking about Alexa with this guy. So I was, you know, this guy was legit a troll. And yes, I was triggered by the fact that how many people have gone through the hands of this guy and have actually, you know, stood in front of the mirror and actually doubted themselves or felt bad about themselves or picked out all of their you know, imperfections or the things they don't like about themselves. And, you know, I, I was, then I found out this guy was like 40 years old and it even like, it it was funny to me because, you know, to be 40 years old and use Twitter to troll young women into feeling bad about their bodies. It's just stupidest thing you could do with your fucking time. It really got me thinking like, how am I not faced by this? How am I not bothered? How am I not looking at myself in the mirror and, you know, feeling bad about myself? And then it just, you know, it came to me like those of you who know me um, knows that I've been bullied for as long as I can remember about my body. And I don't speak up about this a lot because it's just like really not that important. But I do come to realize now that, yes, it is important. A lot of people think that I don't get phased by these things because I'm not used to getting these types of comments or attacks about my body. And I have. I've I've gotten them from women. I've gotten them from men, from adults. And frankly, I think I'm so it's such a constant and it's such a recurring thing in my life. I've sort of just treated it like a normal and that's not cool. It's not, it's not normal and it shouldn't be normalized to be bullied about your body at all. So I've been called from anything like una tabla de surf, una tabla de sink, um, a chico stick, you know, those candies. I've never even tried those candies. Yo no sé lo que, pero me decían chico stick because I use, I, I do have, I still have a skin condition. My skin is so dry that it'll get like little, um, you know, bumps on it like really red bumps and um it used to be really bad in my high school years but it's pretty normal now i don't have it anymore i would get it all across my legs all over my legs all over my arms um it was really bad so that that's over at least but i i did get it all the time i get chicken legs i get you know it was it was countless you know innumerable things that i got called and It's not like I have a super high self-esteem, but I think I've been so exposed to social media from a young age. I I think my my first Tumblr account was when I was like 12 or 13. And ever since, you know, I've had every social media platform you could think of. I would get 
Facebook, Twitter, Inst- I've had Instagram since like 2013. It's been a long, long time. Long. Like 2011 maybe? I'm not sure. Like Instagram wasn't even on Androids when I first got an Instagram. Um, I would have Ask FM. Um, you know, all these. I, I, I was so exposed from a young age to social media that these comments, I would get them all the time. In anonymous questions, I would get them on comments in my um, pictures on Tumblr. Like they would make it all the way to Facebook and people would comment on them on other pages. So I'm guessing they never thought I would see these things. Um, as well, you know, I, obviously it goes both ways. It's not like all I ever got was like bad comments about my body. It's not like everything was bullying. So it, I guess that sort of helped me you know, manage those, you know, sort of filter the negative things from the positive things. And most of the time what I would just say to myself, I think my mom, I was raised in a household where my mom was like, my mom always taught me like people are bad. And obviously you can't think all people are bad, but my mom was always like, watch out for the people who don't have good intentions even if they pretend to be your friends they may not have good intentions and don't ever doubt yourself or your potential so i guess i always stuck to the thought like people are never gonna like people want to see you do good but people never want to see you do better than them and i would always think to myself like the bullying that i'm receiving is a reflection of their own imperfections and their own um insecurities and I think I sort of managed it like that and my self-esteem never flaked when I was in high school which is one of the most important you know um, phases in one's life where you're just like growing and understanding your body and how it speaks to you and you know what you like or what you don't like but I was always like very in tune with myself and i you know, I wasn't phased by any of these comments until I got to like college, but college was just like, it's just been a little bit more complicated because I've obviously been through some other, um, terrible things that I'm do not even come to like this episode or the subject, or I'm, I'm not even going to touch them, but I obviously recognize that the things that I have had to go through have sort of affected like my perception of myself and how I see myself when I look in the mirror um and I've slowly worked on that and obviously like any other person these things just like come and go in waves I I have some days where I feel really good about myself and other days where I just don't really want to look at myself in the mirror um I have gone through some really big changes in my body since I've left high school obviously it's just like a growth you know it's the age of like growth so I used to weigh like 85 pounds in high school and obviously I was extremely skinny. I was like way underweight, but I never had like a terrible diet of not eating things. Like I would eat a lot. I just had a really fast metabolism and I really just accepted it's my body and it's how it works and I can't do anything about it. And I just stuck with it. You know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, I don't care. Like, it's not like I can do anything about it anyway. So then I came here to college and like a year after I got into college I gained no joke like 30 to 40 pounds I went from 85 pounds to 125 pounds in just a year or two and um I did obviously get a little bit more insecure about my body because 
I don't know why people are never satisfied. This is something you should always carry with yourself. Nobody is ever satisfied with the effort you put in or don't put in. Like when I used to be skinny, everybody would tell me, oh, you're so skinny. You're chicken legs. Like, oh, my God, you're never going to fill in those pants. Like, oh, my God, like how can you be like a double A? Um, Oh, my God, you're so skinny. You know, I could shop at children's place in high school. So... (laughs) Then suddenly I got to college and people would be like, oh, my God, you you have a little bit, you know, you got some fat on your thighs. Your thighs are a little bit thicker or like, oh, my God, you have like chichitos or like, oh, my God, your back is so wide. And, you know, I've never been a curvy person. I've always been like sort of like square. Um, so, you know, people are never, you know. If you're really skinny, you're just super skinny. People are going to hate you for being skinny. And then if you gain a couple pounds, then you're like fat. So do fucking you. I was 120 pounds and people were telling me I was fat. So and then, you know, it all comes down to like I'm sitting here in front of my phone reading Twitter and this guy is making fun of like my flat butt. And, you know, really like did women just come to this world to be sexualized and, you know, shamed and frowned upon for not looking a certain way like fuck that like is it not enough that I'm trying to do my part for my community what you know I I I just come on here and I want to tell women like I'm not gonna sit here and tell you men are trash because I mean yes men are trash but no you know I That day, I think it's been like the first day in my life that I've seen so many men call out this guy for like call him out on his bullshit. Because if there's anything wrong about this whole thing of men, you know, insulting women about, you know, their appearance is that men who read other men who read these kind of things just sort of turn the other cheek or ignore it or laugh about it or make you know just sort of add to it and there were so many men that day who came up to this guy and you know called him out on it and said how wrong it was and it really shocked me it's not something that's been normalized and it should be um so I was really glad to say I'm really glad to say that there was a lot of people who 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 were completely against this but I think it doesn't do enough I think that it doesn't matter how much people defend you or call people out on their crap on their bullying or you know this whole cancel culture thing this shouldn't even be a thing like we shouldn't have to normalize calling people out on their bullshit or cancel culture or you know reporting people who do bullying because bullying shouldn't even be a thing it shouldn't you know i'm not saying that people should be like we're trying to raise like a softer community we need to be thick-skinned but girls my age or younger than me shouldn't have to sit in front of a computer and prepare breaks themselves to be criticized because of how they look um it's not all we have to offer. Um, there are so many of us who 
are people who are talented and skilled and passionate and friendly, approachable, understanding, empathetic. I could go on and on. There's so many things that people have to offer that isn't just how they look. And I think that's the most, I think that's what gets me up every morning. Like, I have so much more to offer than just the way I look. And if all you care about is the way I look, then, you know, screw you. Like, fuck you. Porque we cannot continue to be superficial people. Like, social media has made us so superficial. Like, we want the body other women have. We want the life other people have. We want the money other people gain. We want, we are such... You know, we live in such a culture of consumerism that we sort of end up wanting to emulate what other people have. And we totally disregard what we have to offer because we're so focused on being somebody else. And it's all because of this bullying, this normalized bullying or, you know, this false perception of what a woman should look like. And I know men go through this as well. I'm so sorry. Esta música está fatal. I know. I know there's a lot of men who go through this as well. And I think they they do, in a way, have it just as bad as we do in the fact and, you know, the aspect where, you know, women are supposed to look a certain way. I mean, to, to meet a social standard. But men should act and talk and feel and say things that are manly and that's completely fucked up you know men go through this as much as women do it's just not that much on the physical side but much more on how they carry themselves as quote-unquote men um so i think this isn't just exclusively this message this episode isn't exclusively towards women i think anybody can sort of just like get in touch with this because Um, we all go through it, and I'm not un caso único. I'm not the only one going through this, and that's what burdens me so much because I feel like I I can take it. I can take it. I'm I'm not gonna cry about it. I'm not gonna go to my bed and like mope around all day because somebody called me ugly on the internet. Um, but I know there's people out there who cannot handle it. I know people out there who who are consumed by these thoughts, who basically erase every perception they have of themselves to replace it with the negative things they read off the, of themselves on the internet. So I think as as people first, the way to solve this is we need to become more empathetic. We need to be, you know, more considerate of other people's feelings and When we do that, I think people are like, oh, whatever. Like, if I do it, that doesn't mean the whole world is going to do it. And I was having this conversation with a new friend of mine. And, yeah, obviously, like, you're the only, you think you're the only person practicing this kind of, you know, lifestyle or being this certain way. But when you do it, you have no idea who you are inspiring or who you are impacting. And... You know, if every single person just said, I'm going to be empathetic today, I'm going to be understanding, I'm going to be selfless, I'm going to be caring, I'm going to be nice towards other people, 
I am going to assume that not everybody is having a good day. So I'm going to do my part in not ruining somebody else's day. Um, I'm pretty sure, you know, we wouldn't achieve world peace. But but we can improve the way that we interact with others, you know, in person and through social media. And that's I that for me is like the first step towards removing these kind of things out of social media and then the second thing is not creating um completely impossible expectations about ourselves like we cannot expect to be perfect we we cannot you know sort of taunt ourselves and force ourselves to be perfect you know we need to sort of accept that people are going to sometimes not like the way you are and sometimes it could mean something that you have to work on but usually when it comes to things that are about your physical appearance like you really just have to block it off completely entirely block it off and think nothing about it i think that in this life the people who care about you will love you just the way you are obviously if it's not negatively affecting anybody else personality wise but Whoever cares about you will love you and appreciate you and care about you. It doesn't matter how you look. In this life and in this world, people will tell you that you were pretty. And then somebody else, you look like trash. And you will probably look spectacular. So, my advice, the grain of salt I have to put out to the world is... O sea, la pregunta siempre es, ¿cómo eso no te afecta? Mira, bro, mi pana. No me afecta. Obviamente, obviously, I have my own, you know, um, insecurities. But how do I sort of canalize them and sort of mold them into something that doesn't affect me negatively is, you know what? Everybody, you know, when I look at myself in the mirror, I pick out all of my imperfections. I pick out all the things I don't like about myself. Y that's normal. We have to, you know, accept que esto es un parte de, de nuestro crecimiento eh, emocional, um, físico, espiritual. Y you are always going to pick out the things you don't like about yourself. You are your hardest critic. You are the person who is most hard on yourself. Eso es algo que hay que internalizar y just grasp onto. Nobody's going to be harder on you than yourself. Um, And, you know, I have sort of chosen to not give people the power to, you know, dictate how I look or how I should look. When you give people that power, they think they have some sort of dominance over you and um, you can't let people have that sort of power. I think it's a personal process that... Entender por qué esta persona está haciendo este tipo de comentarios hacia mi persona y aceptar que muchas veces esta gente hace las cosas because they're insecure or they just want attention or they're just like literally internet trolls who want the followers and want the likes and want the retweets and want the shares to, you know, they, they want to publicly humiliate you and that for them is a, an achievement. So, yo todo ese tipo de comportamiento lo bloqueo And I don't let it, you know, take a toll over, like, my perception of myself. So, um, 
I don't like giving these kind of things attention, but I do feel okay. I have the platform to share my thoughts on it and, um, you know, in a sort of way, speak about it with all my friends who think like myself, who don't like to talk about their own imperfections or their own insecurities. Um, we're sort of used to like look from the outside in to other people's experiences and sort of just comment on them. But when it comes, at least when it comes to myself talking about the things I've gone through when it comes to bullying, I sort of just like keep them to myself or share them with people who I'm really close with. Um, but it's not, my insecurities aren't something that I put out there a lot because I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't like sharing them. E, I know that there's a lot of people who, who are like myself and don't like sharing them and they feel like they're alone on this one. And no, you're, you're not alone. And if you're the kind of person who just doesn't share your insecurities with absolutely anybody, please do. Please, um, you know, talking about these things with people who you are close to or people who you trust or really close friends or your partner, talking about these things helps because sometimes you are so in in your head that you don't realize that you are consuming yourself and you are sort of molding your perception about yourself in a negative way and most of the time what you think about yourself isn't what other people think about yourself about yourself about you so you might think you are really bad at something or you think you're i don't know you might think something negative about yourself and people will be like actually no i i actually love x y and z about you and um or maybe your friend might be like you know what i feel that kind of way about myself too and through that kind of conversation you can sort of work it out and establish this you know space to manifest your feelings and then when you let all these things out you definitely i guarantee you you definitely feel better and more at ease and it's definitely going to do you way way better than keeping it to yourself so i think it's really important to establish that kind of communication or to at least have friends whom you can establish this kind of conversation with and use your social media platforms to talk about these things normalize you know accepting yourself normalize accepting that you are not perfect accepting that you are beautiful through the complexity of your being you know nobody is you and that is you know that is your quality that is something that nobody else will, will have nobody else is you so yeah i don't know i think i just got really carried away going to tema and i'm already almost 40 minutes into this so i think i should just like leave it at that um pero yeah so i feel a little bit better <laughs> i didn't even get a sip of my wine i i gave myself like i served myself some wine because i was like this is gonna be intense i'm gonna have to take a break and i didn't take a single sip of my wine so i think this really helped me and i hope in some way it has helped you guys or at least i don't know honestly i have no idea what i'm doing so <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed this sort of monologue, but um, I think I'm going to let you guys go now until next time. Um, if you got this far, thank you for listening. Um, you can share this if you like. As many people who can listen to this, the more the merrier. So I hope you guys have a great weekend. And if 
you know, you are a person who has suffered from this terrible storm, please do reach out to me so I can contact you to um, organizations who might be able to help you. And um, take care, you guys. I know these times are hard. I know with everything going on, it's just a little bit harder to, you know, sort of deal with oneself. So please do take care of yourself physically, emotionally, mentally, and take the time out to reach out to your friends, family members, um, or your neighbor um, and ask them how they're doing. Sometimes a little bit goes a long way. So I'm going to leave you guys with that one. Take care. Ciao. See you next time.